Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome to Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in Hooksett, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us right here on Facebook or YouTube, wherever you're watching the stream live. If you're listening to it later on at Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, or Google, or wherever else you might have gotten it from, make sure you follow us there so you don't ever miss a thing. I'm Pastor Padrone. I'm here with my co-hosts, Paul and Dave. And tonight... We thought it would be fun to introduce to you some of the new family members that we mm. have at Twin Smoke Shop. What about Pat? <laughs> oh, is Pat here? <laughs> He's just very quiet. <laughs> Hi, Pat. How are you? Hey, Pat. You want me to start doing the intro, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Pat, I've already said I'm a trained professional. I do this stuff on purpose just to get a rise uh, out of it. being an Ireland. being a Shush. We're introducing the guests. All right, and they are, we have Shy Cheyenne, we call her Butterfly Shy because she's very quiet and just kind of flits and floats into your space without you knowing she's there. We have Shell, a.k.a. Brother Broadleaf. Yeah. Brother and, Broadleaf. And we have Nick. Now. <laughs> Sir smokes a lot. Yeah, Sir smokes a lot. Yeah. Now, I th we've all had a poll privately, and we've determined that Sir smokes a lot really sucks. It does. As a nickname. And so one of the things that we are doing tonight is we want you, our audience, yes. to come up with a nickname for Nick. Do it now. A nickname for Nick. It can't be Nick Nick. Okay? Nick Nick. Oh, and Nick, we've, Nick. you know, his last name is White. We've, we've joked around calling him white nick um because that's his name you know but and we did have uh black nick or prison nick dave, that was a, that was dave, a cute dave, dave. <laughs> but we need to come up with something else and we are inviting Tonight you we shall. watchers listeners to suggest nicknames for nick and if we pick your nickname, if you can come up with something that we end up using for Nick, we will be sending you a 724 five and dime t-shirt mm, nice. in whatever size you may require. Wamp, wamp. Wamp, wamp. So, um, Dave, you should be watching the comments for uh, ideas that may come across. People are probably still thinking right now, but you should <laughs> you should be watching for that. Okay, and um, as we uh, introduce uh, our new Twins family members to you, we're going to be uh, following the normal mm. show format, and we are starting out by smoking a cigar that is fairly new to Twins. It's been out for several months. It was delayed a little bit getting out there, 
but it has been a big mover at Twins, and that is the Fiat Lux by Luciano. And this is the Intuitions size. It's a Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Nick, what's the binder? Nicaraguan. Yes, and the filler? Nicaraguan. Correct. Do you know the regions? Nicaraguan. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> did you just say thank you? Yes, I did. Yes. Uh, Jalapa, Ometepe, and Pueblo Nevo. Pueblo Nevo. I love saying that. Pueblo Nevo. It, almost, it sounds so sexy. Pueblo Nevo. And uh, the um, Intuition is a, a Robusto. It's a classic Robusto, uh, 5 by 50 size. And um, uh, what do you guys think of the cigar so far? Shy, what do you, what do you think? You, you smoke cigars, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, it's okay. You put your mic up a little bit, like, to your mouth. It's very directional. Like that? Yeah. doesn't have to be in it, but it has to be pointed at it. Yeah. There, there yeah. you go. All right, I think I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. You've had better. Is that what well, you're saying? I'm new. You're new. I'm new. Yeah. So I haven't. I, I don't have like a. You don't have a, a favorite yet. For you don't have yet. a palette yet. Yeah, no. Is it, but it, what would you say like on a on a scale of one to five so far, would this be something that you would uh, smoke again? Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not strong. It's not. It's, is, yeah. it, is it speaking to you in any way? Hello. See, that's my problem. Back to the palate. What flavor notes are you picking up? That's my problem. All right. <laughs> well, we'll we'll go along to some palate people. Yeah. And we're gonna start with Shell, whose nickname is Brother Broadleaf. It's too good, isn't it? Oh, hail the Brother Broadleaf. That's like that's a, a that's good a, name. That's a that's really great name. great it's name. The, it, that's really good. perfect. Because it fits, it fits him to a T. It does. It really it does. It fits him to a T. So, Brother Broadleaf, is that's all Shell, said. don't blush. Okay? okay. I will try. Appreciate it. <laughs> Brother Broadleaf, tell us what you are tasting and smelling with this uh, Fiat Lux intuition. Well, on the initial toast, I got a good campfire smell. It was very mm -hmm. woodsy, very earthy, and I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm getting for it at the moment, which is very earthy and woodsy. Um not too robust, not too peppery. Mm -hmm. So I like that as well. A good medium. Good, good medium-bodied medium cigar? Yes. All right, smokes a lot. What are you getting from this? Honestly, it's... Um, Thank you. Even something uh, that I've... <laughs> even something that I've uh, just recently picked up on is the black coffee. Black coffee? Black, black coffee. Mm. It's becoming a thing. And um, besides the, like, the nuttiness of it, especially in the beginning, mm -hmm. as well as the end, if anybody knows, I do love a... Good end. Fiat Lux. Um, I'm currently on my third box. Third box. You bought three boxes of this. Well, technically. Now, yeah. see, people, just so you know, that says something. I mean, when you're working at Twins, you live in a gigantic humidor, okay? And most of us do not have huge selections of boxes at home because we live in a box. We live with... 20,000 cigars uh, any given day of the week. And so when we buy a box and we bring it home, you know it's awesome. And when we buy three boxes, that says something about our, you know, our palate and what we think is great. And so that should be taken into account here if Nick has well, bought three boxes. Well, the other point is I've honestly been very impressed with Crown Heads. I loved the lap. Crown Heads? It's Crown Heads. Crown. I said that. Crown. Maybe it's because you guys. Crown. 
Cronies. The Lapitier. Cronies. Uh, the Sergeant I've been very impressed with. Sergeant! Um, but honestly, out of, out of my favorite out of everything lately has been the Fiat. I, I very much enjoy it. Um, mm. And I'll keep smoking it. I mean, to your point, I am getting that black coffee on the retro hill. Yeah, Thank I was you. just nice. going to say that. Thank you. Yep. Becoming a new thing. Pablo Maduro. Well, I get a lot of subtle, very subtle sweetness, mm -hmm. slight creaminess, lots of earth, uh, a little bit of wood. The retro hail, that's where I'm picking up, uh, I would say, the better flavor for me is that nice uh, mid-level spice. It's just really, really nice and smooth. Um, I'm not picking up the coffee note yet. Give me a few minutes. I'm probably, because I've had a few sips of our drink, which Pat will discuss in a few seconds, um, it might be taking that away from me, but uh, it's so far so good. It's a, I'd call it a very, very light medium cigar. Okay. It's nothing more than, a, I'd say, a, a medium minus in terms of uh, overall intensity level and flavor. In terms of the body of the The body of the yeah, cigar. absolutely. Yep. Now, uh, Pat, before you tell us about the cigar, you want to tell us about what we're pairing uh, with it? Yeah. Since so it was your idea? Yeah, so we're doing the... Maybe not his initial idea, but... It was not you know, the initial idea. Since it was the idea was that was B. forced upon you, yeah. uh, you want to talk well, about... This is a nice plan B, so... We ganged up on him. Yeah, nice plan B. <laughs> so we're drinking the uh, Glen Levitt Cribbing Reserve. Oh, yeah. So it's a single malt scotch whiskey that is brewed into mm. a oak barrel, and then it's finished in a Caribbean rum barrel. Yeah. They don't say which rum it is, but it's just a Caribbean rum. So it kind of gives you a nice, like, you know, fruity, sweet twist to a scotch. Mm. And I figured that would play in nicely with the Sumatra wrapper, that kind of sweetness you get off of it. Yep. So it'll be, I'm expecting it to be a really nice complimentary pairing. And been good so far. Yeah. And then the cigar itself is like, you know, it's a nice mild, medium at its most bodied cigar. That Sumatra wrapper kind of plays on your palate, gives you a nice, sweet, creamy texture. And then... Through the finish, you get those kind of Nicaraguan, like, white pepper spices, a little bit of wood notes, and then you get, like, this kind of bitter espresso finish. Not, like, a bad kind of bitter, but, like, that really rich espresso finish to it. Mm -hmm. And then the scotch is definitely enhancing that Sumatra wrapper on the palate for me, so. And, uh... Very nice. Dave didn't confuse. Yes. Are you uh, yeah. tracking with this, or are you confused? I, 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 I uh... I'm confused. I, I concur. <laughs> I ain't confused, you mom. Freshmen's man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love this cigar. I pushed it on a lot of people. Um, <laughs> this was a, this was my pick for a cigar like a drug. last year. Buy <laughs> this, you dink. Yep. <laughs> okay. <this>. All right. <laughs> hey, that's not half bad. I, I, I will I will say this. Uh, if you if you take a sip of the uh, Caribbean cask and uh, Caribbean Reserve, what, Caribbean Reserve, you, you know what I mean. If you take a, if you take a sip of the drink and you have the cigar and you retrohale, I pick up a nice black licorice mm. note out of that. So not getting the co the black coffee that Nick was talking about, but a nice subtle black licorice note comes out of it for me. I agree with you, Paul. I just did what you uh, suggested, and I can totally pick that. Yeah, up. yeah. So it's, totally it, pick that up. But it's it's really that's why one of the that's one of the reasons we love doing the pairings on the show is. Whatever you're drinking is going to impact how the tobacco performs and how you experience it. And mm -hmm. so, you know, really what Ooh. you're drinking or eating matters with what you're smoking. Right. Um, unless, of course, you're 
drinking water. <laughs> in which case, there probably won't be much that happens in Cigar at all. I am going to add, too, that Crown Heads distributes the Fayalux. They don't make it. Yeah, Ace Prime makes Correct. it. Correct. Ace Prime makes it, and the owner of Ace Prime and the blender is, do you know, uh, Nick? This is your favorite cigar, do you know? Fiat Insight is actually what it's called, and they have a size referring to that. Do you know who blends it? I do not. His name is buzzer. Luciano um, <laughs> Mireles, oh. and actually the, the complete name of the cigar is the Fiat Lux by Luciano. And um, very good. Yes, and uh, he is the, the blender. He um, owns Ace Prime, which is the com the where this is uh, done, and uh, or the brand. He owns the brand, and. Um, Crown Heads is the distributor for Ace Prime products, but they do not make it. Nope. That is correct. Um, but this has been one of Crown Heads' big hits for the store as far as what they distribute. The Sergeant has done very well very as well. well, too. Correct? Paul, very would you well. agree with that? Yes, it's actually done very, very well. And, it, and, and Also by Ace Prime. By Ace Prime, too, yep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an interesting dynamic of Crown Hits, too, because I was uh, watching an interview with, um, w what's the uh, the owner of Crown Hits? I, I lost the name just now. Luciano. No, no that's, no, oh my God, I, I shouldn't know this. I, I forget he's what from, it is. He's from CAO. Yeah, but he was doing an interview with Pete Johnson, and like one of the things with Crown Heads that they have had an issue with is they, ha they don't have like a core line cigar. Like they don't have like, you know, like their flagship brand yet. So mm -hmm. they have a lot of different brands, but none of them is like that one pinpoint. Like this is their core lines, their original. So I think it's interesting when you see all these new releases come in because it kind of just blends into that portfolio. And I think right. that's why the Fayalux kind of stood out the way that it did with Crown Heads because they don't really have that identity of being a new brand. So. Right. No, but this is this is really good. So as we're smoking this, we're, we're going to take a little time to, to get to know our uh, newbies here. Mm -hmm. And uh, that'll give us some time to smoke the cigar, enjoy the pairing, and then we'll come back to that in a little bit. So what I'd like to do is just kind of go down the row. And so we'll start with you, Shy, if you don't mind. And, um, right. you know, Shy just, the Butterfly. Shy the Butterfly. Shy the butterfly. What do you want to know? Buttershy. Buttershy. <laughs> um, if you would just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with twins well there's not much to it really <laughs> yeah right not much to me so uh, then why are you always busy all women oh, well, okay. say that because there's of not you, Nick. much to me <laughs> no i mean me personally i don't really do much but twins i do a lot so uh -huh. marketing director entails events i'm not really planning the events right now but promoting the events promoting so, them social media and stuff like that yeah making posters lots of posters lots of posters yeah. lots of uh, pictures yeah logo design logo designs uh the big like trade show events you know organizing mm -hmm. them advertisements yeah all the fun stuff like i like that stuff mm -hmm. being like digitally creative and how did you get into all that stuff I think it started in high school. I had to do like an elective type of thing. Because... And I wasn't going to do gym. So. <laughs> oh, I love gym. Love gym. 
No, I was supposed to graduate high school early. Okay. And ended up not. So my senior year was all study halls. Mm. So I decided to do <laughs> theater production. What stopped you from graduating early? I don't know. Just something told me, like, hey, finish, you know, high school. You know, enjoy your senior year with the people. So just, just kind of, you just decided to kind of hang in there and, yeah. and just take some electives and yeah. study halls and. Yeah, and I did. Uh, well, besides theater production, I did. Uh, what's it called? Like show choir, just like dancing, yeah. and singing. Yeah. State champs, by the way. Oh yeah, very good. <laughs> by the way, what but, shows? Uh, what shows did you do? Um. Well, it was like a, like a dance. It was called, I think it was like something to do with breaking up. I don't know. So it was like a bunch of these songs put together, and it was like this old school, like 50s diner type of theme. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. But yeah, so theater production, I no one was doing the marketing. Mm -hmm. So I dived right in, and I was like, wow, I really like this. So then I went to SNU up here, took all the marketing That's classes. Southern New Hampshire University oh, for those yeah. of you living in the I Thank you, Pastor. About that. <laughs> but yeah, then I graduated early there. So how did you graduate early there? Um, did I, everything transfer or something? No, I did a degree in three program. You did a degree in three. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what it sounds like. You yeah. just do a degree in three instead of four. Yeah, it was a lot of work though, but I don't regret it because I could start my career early. So where were you before twins? Quirk Auto Quirk? Dealers. Yep. Auto Dealers? Mm -hmm. Was there for almost five years. What were you doing for them? Marketing. Marketing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had an in house marketing team, and I was on the email team, so I'd code all the emails. Mm -hmm. You know, make them look real pretty. So, how'd you end up at Twins? My husband and father in law <laughs> spent a lot of time at Twins. So, they're like, hey, they're hiring. So, I just reached out to Sean. I was like, yay. Any room for me? Yeah. So, and then that I had a couple interviews, and Kurt's like, all right, kid. All right, kid. All right, kid, show me what you got. Hey, now. like, all right. Yeah, hey, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I only hear that when he's excited. Yeah. <laughs> that is his excited. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's like, cool. show me what you got. I was like, you got it. Yeah. Well, so. if you guys have seen anything coming out on our social media sites, Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, uh, Twitter, that's her. Be nice it's about it. It's all good stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, nice. it's been awesome. Yeah. No, be me. It's been very good. I know. Um, <laughs> Shell, how about a little bit about yourself there? Well, I started uh, here back in December, as you all know. Mm -hmm. uh, I come from corporate retail sales, big box stores, field management, training, all that good stuff. And, um, one day, my wife and I were at the the bar celebrating a, a promotion of hers, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got another one. And I inquired. You didn't. Uh, Maybe right. you should look for something else. Not really. It was the, <laughs> to your point, <laughs> we were celebrating because she got her promotion, and I had just left somewhere. So it was okay. kind of a you know changing of the guard whole thing. Yeah. And we we're at the bar, and we hadn't noticed the, the hiring signs for you know, a mm -hmm. few weeks. And mm -hmm. asked Kendra, "Hey, so what are you guys actually hiring for?" And she's like, "You know, we'll bring in a resume, and I'll give it to Sean." And uh, she shot it down to Sean. We had an interview not too long after that, and the second interview with the panel of all the managers. You guys remember that with your yes, arms do. folded in the the cold stairs, the, the scowls, <laughs> yeah. 
You were and, sitting in the blue chair and we were just standing over you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the light on. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were eating hamburgers and the big, the hungry. The big, big bright light. Paul's eating his lunch. <laughs> no, but it, it was it was really nice to interview in such, I don't want to call it relaxed, but such a a real interview. You know, a couple of us had cigars. Yep. No one was putting on facades. It was like, mm -hmm. okay, tell us about yourself. Tell us about this. Can you do this? Can you do that? And it was nice to be in an element where it was, as you know, on a resume, it's you have to make up a very short synopsis of where you've been and what you can do. Of course. Mm -hmm. But to delve into that and actually be able to explain, well, this is what I am, it, it was nice. And it seemed to work out, you know, they brought me on and... Seem to, it is, bro. Huh? It is. And We're everyone here on this you. panel, you know, has been very informative and very, you know, supportive. Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that. And, you know, what we've really appreciated is your, your OCD-ness. Hey. Yes. <laughs> More than anything. Oh, yeah. We all have our talents. the head organizer. I mean, the, the, the humidor always looked really good. But now it looks freaking awesome. Now it's now it's shellified. It's shellified. <laughs> it's shellified. Well, you're yeah, yeah, he's not going. I'm afraid now. to move. I'm afraid to move a box in there. I am. And yeah. I have to like tell and say, I'll know. Is it okay if I yeah. move this over here, Shell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you did, did you write a yeah. formal request form to move right. that box? Yeah. <laughs> Get it approved by Shell. Here, Shell. Will you put these away? I I don't want to anymore. <laughs> don't be scared. Don't be scared. Oh my gosh, no. You've, you've been doing great. No, I appreciate the team a lot. You know, mm -hmm. I like being here. Oh, thank you. Like uh, a family. Yeah. Nick, how about you? What What's a little bit about yourself, and uh, what do you do with twins? Uh, well, besides like eat. Cheyenne, besides That's eating, it. like Cheyenne, I came from the car industry. Uh, more recently, came from the paint industry. Now I uh, am in the retail slash sales department. I would say for twins. Um, it's been great. A lot of great customers, great team. Uh, I think we have a rock star team, not only for the fact that we hear every day that we have the team that you guys have been asking for for so long, you know, um, and it's been great. Uh, you know, the, the times where it goes from busy to, you would say slow, you're fortunate for to do all the things that you wait all day to do organizing mm -hmm. cleaning cleansing the place up making it look good um <laughs> cleansing the place yeah you know i mean if you walk Getting in it looks cleansed <laughs> you know all jokes aside you walk in it looks cleansed it looks clean it looks it looks organized it looks like it's uh you know um <laughs> a cigar library yeah 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 it does. a good term and it even does. to give the girls upstairs a little credit upstairs has been phenomenal you know as much as the the strain they go through sometimes when they're busy yeah. you know they're doing a great job it looks great up there pat when he's upstairs you know he he's he's slinging some drinks and he's uh you know putting on a show and slinging making... drinks and putting on a show yeah and he's but he's also you know you want he... a little espresso there with that <laughs> We talk about the pairings. If it wasn't for Pat, honestly, I wouldn't be getting that good with my pairings. Now, not only have I been doing like my own hmm. pairings by myself, but when we talk about what he thinks goes well with something or what I find may go well with something, it helps when, you know, um, you know, addressing that to a customer when they even ask for it. Never mind, not ask for it. Mm -hmm. um, no, but long story short, I think it's going great. I think everybody's, uh, you know, um, really keeping up with 
the flow of things and, you know, uh, how busy we've been and, um, you know, the new cigars that we're getting and, you know, questions that people have about pairings and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I think it's going great. I think we're all doing a, you know, a very good job and everything's, um, you know, in order. I, I would agree. And while we're on, um, Nick, so to say, <clears throat> Shot wants to know where you're from. <laughs> researching a nickname uh okay well you know that's the interesting fact i live in hudson uh i am from everett massachusetts i graduated from everett high school uh, my friend went there i moved up here um just recently uh the old man had moved up here years prior and i found peace which is why i'm still here if you're from the city, you will understand. But if not, then I can't do anything for you. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And uh, Alex Hillard says uh, we should just call you MJ for Michael Jackson. Why? I don't to know. To Nick? No. To, to, to you, yeah. Yeah? Yes. Well, Michael thank Jackson. Thank you, Alex. Uh, you know, thank as, you. as thank famous you, as both MJs are, I will take that as a compliment. I, I think thank he you. means Michael Jordan. <laughs> he said Jackson. So Jackson? All right. Well, I was going to say, Nick, Michael, it would make sense for Michael Jordan because he's a big-time uh, sneaker. He spelled it out. Sneak oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. Well, yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll, 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 big time chime, sneaker maybe I'll chime in there because Nick is a big-time sneaker collector yes and i think you say you what you have the air jordans yes i am not as big as our friend and co-host and uh you know um cigar aficionado eric um but worth hammer and sickle eric correct yep. Yep. Uh, but i am the uh you know sneaker aficionado if i may yes what got you into collecting sneakers? Who does that? You know, I started in high school. It do was you a wear thing. Them? Yeah, of course I do. Very rarely, I won't lie. Uh, you know, but I, you know, example I said all the time. I bought a pair of shoes ago over. Um, I bought a pair of shoes ago. Pair of shoes <laughs> over ten years ago, and that pair of shoes is worth over thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars that I paid two hundred two hundred dollars for. If I'm not mistaken. How did you get $200? In high school? Years from ago. working very hard. From working where? Pastor. Uh, I was actually doing board ups at the time. It was my board senior, ups? senior year in high school. What's yes. a board up? Fire restoration. For, for those of us who have been out of high school for 30 years. What's a board? Your house has a somewhat of a significant fire mm -hmm. and a crew comes after the fire department to, to board it up patch it up mm -hmm. and make sure that no looters weather anything like that can uh you know get into it and, and they, they hire high school job. students mm -hmm. of course go into burning anybody you know, who's yeah. going to climb <laughs> a 40 foot ladder at 3 a.m yes they are yeah that's when my house fire was yeah 3 a.m did you have a house fire? Yeah, oh. I was four. You were four? four. Yeah. Wow. I think it was around this time, actually. It really? The, you think? It was the day. I would think you would remember exactly nope. when that was. Nope. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> um, Trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the day uh, Dale Earnhardt died. Oh, wow. Same day, yeah. Wow. Precursor. February 18th, 2001. Yep. <laughs> oh, 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 Paul, your your redneck is hanging out. I know. Oh my! Yeah, that was a bad day. 
Well, anyway, uh, go ahead. Me and Dan remember when our house burned down. Yes, we do. <laughs> kind of hard to forget. We're talking about Cheyenne's house burning down. Oh, no. <laughs> At four years old. Christmas 1984. <laughs> yep. Christmas Day. So four that, o'clock in the morning. Are you serious? Yep. Dead serious. Wow. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. Big five alarm fire. Yep. Lost the whole house. Was it the tree? It was. It was, it so was a tree. We, we had a we had a three we had a three story house. We rented out about three hundred years old. The first story, uh, and uh, the tenants that we had had uh, their tree, the television, their stereo system, and the candles in the windows all hooked up to the same um, extension cord, which they ran under the rug, and had a party on it that night. And uh, apparently, it got hot. It burned a hole through the floor all the way up to the tree. Wow. And when it hit the tree, it just exploded. It lit up. The house was was an old converted barn house. It, it yep. uh, went up in about two minutes. Your house was uh, brighter than a Christmas tree. It had Christmas trees in it. So, yes, it was brighter than a Christmas tree. Wow. <laughs> yep. I apologize. Yep. It was uh, awesome. an unforgettable thing. That's a Christmas thing. to remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's nothing like being a freshman in high school out in your underoos and, you know, four in the morning. Wow, freshman in high school, you're usually outside in your underoos, aren't you? I would, At four a.m. It's called hate. I I I wouldn't know, Nick. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor. What Don't do you mean that's me. not normal? <laughs> But to bring it back to your nickname, Nick, I think MJ is a good one for running because when you're in that humidor, you're good at calling the plays and you're always calling the plays with the rapport with the customers and the knowledge on on the product. So I think MJ is a good good name for the running. Yeah, you know, you like to keep the peace, Nick or MJ, as we like to call him. Yes, okay. So that's 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 in the running there. That's in the running. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex, for that idea. Nick, how did, <laughs> how did you get into cigars? Um, well, that's the more interesting question about how I even got to work at Twins is that, um, you know, I was a customer before I was an employee. Mm-hmm. And not only did I enjoy it uh, being a customer, but I enjoyed the fact of, um, you know, the thought of being an employee. Um, <laughs> uh, this cigar is good, but it would be so much better if I were <laughs> Um, but to your question, how did I get into cigars? So it probably led to my friend, my friendship with, um, you know, Matt and Kendra. Um, Kendra, the potion master. A lot of people don't know. Uh, Kendra, our master bartender. Um, potion master. Uh, her husband, uh, her and I, him and I are good friends. And um, years ago, I picked up a cigar one day at their house that Kendra had brought home, and I enjoyed it. Honestly, I wish I remembered what it was. I really don't. I probably like to smoke it now and i no, i know it wasn't i know it wasn't an acid uh thank you drew but um and i was i found myself smoking you know once twice a week ever since Mm. got to the point where we were uh, regular at twins finding cigars you know finding a good pairing for the cigar etc etc and uh you know i found myself smoking you know almost once a day especially weather permitted as most of us feel mm-hmm. um a lot of us enjoy being outside you know whether it's taking the dog for a walk especially if you're smoking a dog walker by the way folks mm-hmm. uh you know or just a smoke in general you know it's just nice to be outside and enjoy the weather enjoy yeah. a nice cigar 
and uh, you know, here I am, smoking with you fine folks, and uh, you know, fine folks, chips. Yeah. Uh, Shell, how about you? Do you remember your first cigar? How how did you get into smoking cigars? So I always wanted to be a good fellow. And a good fellow. <laughs> good fellow. Like from the good movie. Fella. Like from the good movie. Yeah. Those my were my, my inspirations. Like the good feathers. So I stole a pack of uh, Philly Titans <laughs> from the local grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and I waited till wow. after school to take the bus home. And I lit one up, smoked it at the bus stop as quickly as I could to not get caught. <laughs> and then I downed a can of Coke, Coca-Cola. And... All over the place. <laughs> over the place. <laughs> Luckily, I was by myself, so no one made fun of me. Uh, but it explodes. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't give up. I continued to that acquire. That was great. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> they just walk in there, it just looks so cool. Smoking a cigar. It was just those I had to have done something wrong. That wasn't right. Try it again. <laughs> just those influences where I'm from, you know, all the, all the important people mm. smoked a cigar. Mm-hmm. And so I continued to try. I want to be important. I, so I wanted to be important, don't, don't we all? I continued to try, and I would say maybe 10 to 12 years ago, I figured out that what I'd like to smoke and how to smoke. And but Not my first, to drink Coke with it? Yeah. No. Exa- well, not so much not to drink Coke. <laughs> then, with it, but now it's okay. <laughs> don't huff a cigar and then yeah. down a can of soda afterwards. <laughs> But uh, I, I um, always just wanted to, I like the, the style. You know, the guys on the screen and then the guys in the neighborhood mm-hmm. who were well-to-do or just established and comfortable. And they just look so elegant and so classy. Mm. And it was later that I found out how relaxing smoking a cigar could be. Right. But just as a young kid, you know, a, a junior in high school, you look up to those kind of people and you want to try what they try. Right. And right. it took me several tries, but finally I found my niche. You got it. You got it. And it wasn't Gurkha. It, no, it was, actually it was Gurkha. My first real cigar was a Gurkha Evil. <laughs> <laughs> How evil or Evil can evil. evil. Yep. Right. That's right. right. Oh my gosh. Oh. I remember. I remember, I remember stealing one of my yeah. grandfather's cigars back in the day and pretty much coming close to puking so i feel like you did better than me oh it's gross <laughs> now, thing probably hadn't sat in a humidor for shy years. i i would ask you the same thing but but you're not really you're not really a cigar i mean you smoke cigars you smoke pipes but you haven't really ever i mean do you want to answer the question too yeah i want to be included <laughs> you're not being left out you can be included shy well, my first cigar was a natural. A natural? Natural like wrapper? Like a straight's natural. A La Routan. Yeah. A yeah. natural wrapper? No, no, Juicy Lucy or something like that? Do you no, remember, do you remember like, which one it was? Uh, I don't know. It said natural in the band. <laughs> Acid Blondie. It's probably the clean replacement. The torpedo. Yeah, I don't know. It was brown. <laughs> well, that narrows it down. No, it was like, like the all wrapper. Of them. This is going so well. Yeah. The wrapper was like fruity. Mm-hmm. And it was like different sizes. So if I wanted a small one that day, I could have a small one. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, if I wanted a big one. But I just, I just liked that I could pick up on the flavors of it. Right. So, and then, yeah, I just smoked those. And then I went to Aruba. Yeah. And I had. What happened in Aruba? Oof. It was my honeymoon. Ooh. Aww. Yeah. Oh, it was nice. I got. So nice. that happened. Anyway. What are they? They were like hand rolled. Cubans. Like 
Hand rolled there. They were like, right maybe it could have been a like, Cuban and shit. No, you know. And it was like Java coffee, chocolate. It was mm. nope, not a Cuban. No. Enjoyed it on the beach, <laughs> but it was like it was hand rolled. Like yeah, it wasn't awesome. like a well established. Right. They cigar. rolled it right there. Yeah, and it was well, probably funny. like a this lot of big. Established yep. cigars are hand rolled. So. Oh, no, not like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a quick, quick rolled type of. Here, like they, roll they, they, there's a cigar roller there. He rolls a cigar and you buy it. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, but I, he did I, it I very quickly. And it includes mm-hmm. a vodka soda. I don't like vodka. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, she's a tequila girl. Didn't yeah. you know that? TG, tequila girl. Yes. Get up mm-hmm. with the times, MJ. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, I'm going to give the newbies a break here so that they can relax a little bit. But here's a little Pastor Padron's confessions. Confessions. Cigar confessions. This is when we talk about things that most people just aren't brave enough to bring up. Uh And today's subject is, when do you know it's time to clean house? And for you guys who are more new and you're very into the collecting thing, especially Nick, you know, you're not you're not there yet but for paul and for pat maybe especially for pat and myself like clean the house how do you know when you have too much stuff Mm. you know cigars cigars or 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 here's the thing when you've been when you've been in the business for a while you end up collecting tons of lighters tons of cutters if you're into pipes like I am and Dave is, you end up with a lot of mm-hmm. pipes. Yep. And you realize some of them probably you haven't smoked in a long <laughs> time. And you're probably never going to smoke because you have your three or four favorites, but you have 30. So, like, wh- when do you know enough is enough and it's time to start dumping stuff? And maybe you give it to people who are looking for something, you know, you know helping somebody out. Maybe you sell it on eBay. Maybe you take, you know, how do you know when you have crossed that line between having a nice collection and you have a problem and you need to get some of your space back? How, how do you know the difference? Are we talking just cigar accessories here? Are we talking cigars, cigar accessories? Pipes, the whole whatever. Nine. The whole, the whole nine right. yards. Well, if I, if I, haven't... I, I can't comment on that, but I can yeah. comment on other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, is, what, is, what does that mean, Paul? Well, if we're not talking cigar accessories, we're just talking things in general. Yeah. When, when your significant other can tell you, I need to go shopping and literally go down to the cellar and pick up things that probably have never been used before, still have the tag on it. Wow. Or, wow, have that's never been crazy. have been yeah. taken out of its original box. That's when you know you got too much stuff. Yeah. Now, to to, to that point, you know, my mother in law, God rest her soul, because she's no longer with us. So God rest her soul. She's with Jesus. She she was a collector. I dare say, maybe even a hoarder things one of the things that she hoarded were boxes boxes whenever we got a present from from my wife's mother from from sherry you know 
just because you it just because you open it up and it says, "Oh, look, it's a uh, it's a it's a KitchenAid." No, that's not what's in the box. <laughs> that's just the box, <laughs> you know. So we had we had some friends of ours who, back in the 1980s, I know no, none of you were born then. You're you're all newbies. Speak for yourselves. But um, there was something <laughs> called the, the the bank and loan, you know, collapse that happened and I had some friends who lost their house in that whole crap and they all of a sudden found themselves having to move and so I went to Mandy's mom and asked her for boxes for this family we went upstairs into the attic and we got boxes for this family of four who were also very good at collecting things mm-hmm. to move Boarding. and we moved the entire family of four and she still had boxes left over. It was it was it was both very cool that we didn't have to buy anything, and very scary that we didn't have to buy anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So wait a minute. This is empty boxes you're talking empty about. Empty boxes, okay. right. cardboard okay. boxes right. that ended up moving a family of four. Yeah. That's a lot of boxes. That's yeah, a lot boxes. of boxes, and they were all in the attic. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Very true. Well, I can say this because Nicole is a big-time online shopper, Mm -hmm. and she gets stuff from Amazon all the time. Mm -hmm. Twice a day? Oh, every day. (laughs) She gets something from Amazon. Sounds like David. And she just will put the box, or in my case, she'll throw the box down cellar, and I have to every – couple of months have to break them down and take them to the dump and as soon as i take them to the dump and come back to a nice clean cellar right there another box comes down <laughs> <laughs> so it was starting over again so i mean i can see where if you do not keep up with getting rid of these boxes you can end up with a house full of boxes definitely it, i mean mm-hmm. it's just i mean in today's world where everything is online you're getting stuff yeah. sent to you from all yep. types of companies amazon whatever yeah if you do not proactively take care of that, you can literally be up to your ceiling in boxes. Now, now, Paul, you've been in the cigar business for a while. Yes. You were a cigar aficionado before you were in the business. Yes. You've been to cigar events. Mm-hmm. What they do is they hand out lighters. Yes. They hand out cutters. Yep. They hand out box openers. Mm-hmm. They hand out bags, wallets knives the whole nine yards are you telling me that you do not yet have a huge collection of this stuff you know it took me god i had relatives coming over this past thanksgiving and it took me that that type of an i'll call it an event (laughs) it took me that event to seriously clean up my closet full of old cigar boxes cutters things that i had collected over the years because mm-hmm. i wanted to portray myself as having a nice clean closet for them to use while they were there <laughs> um and so yeah it, again if without having that type of uh situation to to get ready for i probably would still have cigar paraphernalia that i collected 
years ago. So did you just get rid of I just, it? I just threw it away. I mean, what, do I, what, do I need, what do I need this for? Really, what do I need this for? I have, I mean, I've got umpteen cutters. I've got lighters. I've got everything strewn, yeah, strewn all over the house. You use the 724 cutter. Yeah. And it's, 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 the, in the, it's in my car. It's in my drawer. It's in my closet. I got, I mean, what do you really need? Like I just said, I'm just going to clean house. So uh, Kurt wants you to teach everyone how to break down boxes, Paul. Right. Especially when, <laughs> especially when using water for the humidor. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, that, that those boxes. Oh yeah, my God! Yeah, I know, but I won't lie. This in any event, yes. It, sometimes the end, what it does, it, it takes a specific type of of, of <laughs> person, future situation that's going to come upon you to really hone in on things yeah. that you need to get rid of. Well, we talk about things that we need to get rid of, Pat. If there's anything in your collection besides your cigars, would you say there's anything that you need to get rid of? I mean, I have a influx of boxes that I take at home, so regardless of whether they're full or not. Yeah, I keep the empty boxes. Yeah, Why? What, what are you keeping them for, though? There's no reason for it. <laughs> like but I... it's cutters, lighters, stuff like that. You're into Prometheus and etc. Like. Is there anything extra that you think that you don't use enough that you don't need? You don't no, need I to mean, keep. The time that I started at Twins, obviously it was during COVID, so all those events that happen that you typically get all those handout things, I wasn't really there for because we we didn't really do too many in-person events within the past like year and a half of me being there. So I don't have a lot of you know like branded cutters and lighters or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But you know I. Whenever I finish up a box or I, you know, there's like a nice box sitting there, I'll take it and just stack it. I probably have like over 30 boxes just sitting next to my humidors that are just, and I keep saying I'm going to do something with them, but I'm lying to myself. <laughs> I've had like seven people that need a humidor and I'm like, oh, I got a box. You can put those things in and I just give it to them. You know, I, I have no reason to keep them, but I like them. Well, acknowledging the problem is the first step. Well, let alone the art, the quality. You know, uh, a lot of people have been into the street taco boxes lately, just for the the fact of how they look and how they're they're decorated. You mm. know, yeah. they're not an Atabay box, but do no. they look cool? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I've been starting collecting empty boxes. Not a good habit. For for what? A particular reason? Jewelry oh. boxes, maybe. Jewelry boxes. Nope. Maybe furniture. Uh, there was there was, no <laughs> seriously there was there was a uh, a cigar shop down in the Daytona area of Florida where all of their furniture was made from cigar boxes. Oh, that's cool. Mm. That's cool. And so the chairs, the coffee tables, they were all made from empty cigar boxes. That is so cool. And while it was cool, they were some of the most uncomfortable chairs I've ever sat in. Don't. <laughs> no You're like these look great for a photo, but they looked but... great. They looked great, all shellacked and everything, but when you sat in them, you were like, oh. Um, no cushions or anything? Cedar's nice for cigars, but maybe not for my bottom. Actually, you know, my weird thing is that I have too many of is, oh, is cigar thing. bands. Like, it's to the point now where I'll just be sitting at the bar doing homework, and then Tucker would just randomly pop up behind me and throw a bunch of random Opus bands he picked out of ashtrays, and I just take them and put them in my pocket. <laughs> Wait, do you have, like, a storage container for them? I, I probably have over a 1,000 Opus bands at this point. So what you oh, need okay. to do is you need to make some type of table. No, so I, so we, in this point, COVID time, you're just taking... Uh, yeah, there was a you're rare... You're just taking bands, 
Yeah, you don't know is, where they've been or who's touched them or what mouth they've been yeah, in. Two days ago, a customer had... Let me a, lick this so I can get it off. A customer had a rare pink band the other day, and it was in his empty Guinness glass, and I just picked it out and put it in my pocket. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh boy. Boundaries. Uh, well, I'm going to make... So, oh, we're making... Yeah, one or two days a week. That's about it. So, oh. we're making a, a bar at my house, and I want to do uh, the bar top, have all cigar ba- like opus bands on it, and then seal it off on it. So, that's why I'm keeping make a table out of That'd it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Make, uh, that's make what a nice I'm glass doing. top table. Yeah, I want to get, yep, like, yep. somehow have, like, the opus boxes be in the artwork. And but how much cooler would it be to say that you smoked mm-hmm. every band that is on the bar? Um, you know, I you I, know, Pat, because somebody's gonna ask you that question. Oh, a lot of them. He's you know. no Scott Keller. <laughs> well, I got <laughs> love you. The the ones I smoke are in a separate pile, so <laughs> I, I'll know which one. Our are point, which. ladies and gentlemen. This huh? is the cootie pile, and this is my pile. <laughs> when I take the band off mine, I take my lighter and I heat up the glue on the band, so there's a little bit of a mark there, so I know which ones are mine. Oh, wow. that's great! Yeah. It's a... it comes right off. All right. On that note, we're gonna go right. We're gonna go right to the final uh, um, verdict thank, on the Fiat. Thank you. Uh, well, before before we start here. that, we got a couple of more nicknames for. Okay. Nick. Do we? Yes. Oh Sarah, boy, Matt Dave, bring them out. Let's do it. From Maddie, Matt what do we got? We got. Hoping to be impressed. All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. All right, we've got Chatty Nick. Chatty Nick. Chatty Matt, Nick. That definitely fits. That's not necessarily a cigar name, but yes, we'll take it. Yep. We've <laughs> got, this is my personal favorite, White Jesus. White, white Jesus. Who said white that? Jesus. That's pushing it. What's the connotation there? <laughs> and, then, and then the sneaker head. Sneaker head. Guys, cigar names, please. Sneakerhead, no, you know? that's that's not gonna work. No, sneakerhead sneaker is like a thing for me being a sneakerhead. You're and a sneaker white head. Jesus. Yeah, it's just weird. How about uh, Jesus was a Jew? How about what? Ni- I got <laughs> he one. was. I know, but what does that have to do with the? Uh, Nickadorian, Connecticut. Nickadorian, Connecticut. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, what I like? No, it's it's good. That's a good name, no. but will I take it? Absolutely no. not. All right, I no. like, but Nikki, Matt. No, no, no. I like Nikki Sticks. I am. I have cigars. Nikki Sticks. Beyond. We are not the same person. I, doesn't matter. What is the you final verdict on the Fiat you. Lux oh, uh, uh. intuitions? What, Dave? I love. I love the I Fiat love, Lux uh, intuition because right. it, it is so creamy. It is smooth. It's got like this wonderful cedar flavor to it. Um, the drink has been adding this black licorice feel to it, which is weird because I don't like black licorice at all, except in this format. It's really good. Um, but yeah, this is great pairing. I'm impressed. Pat? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's... It was all right. Well, it was all right. I mean, it definitely blew up more than I thought it would. It would have been better. It blew up? The cigar. No, I mean, the cigar didn't blow up, no. But, um... I mean, the cigar has been functioning really well. I've been watching yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. No razor, burn problem. Yeah, the construction's been sharp. pretty spot on. Razor sharp. I, I appreciate the Phalox, but it's not something I typically reach to. I think it's a um, pretty basic flavor profile for what I like. But with that being said, you know, it's I think this uh, Vitola is like $8 or something around that line. It's like $9.50. And I mean, I, I, the one thing the past year that I've noticed is there's not really many good you know, below $10 cigars that came out. So I think the Fay Lux was kind of a hero for 2021 being a nice, affordable, consistent smoke. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely 
you know, it, and it blew up at Twins, so it's it's a good cigar. It just blew up. Yep. Paul. Yeah, I I would have to I would have to agree with Pat. It's not my favorite cigar. I think it's a little bit uh, mundane in the flavor profile for me. Um, it's a little gruff too towards the end. It it a little bit more of that uh, I call it a, a a gruff, almost dirty, uh, earthy flavor to it. Wow. Oh, yeah, the but, but no no. But having said that, I think the pairing has helped me to enjoy the cigar a little bit more. I, I, that black licorice still getting a little bit more of that on the on the uh, on the retro hill. Um, so, I think it's okay. Nick, I have wow. to disagree with everybody. Right? Amen. I extremely have to disagree with everybody. You know, uh, it was to the point where I had smoked my first one from our um, old coworker Max, um, who is still with us technically, but he is well, in the sense not that an employee. Exactly. Yes. Um, had put me on to one of these. <laughs> And I enjoyed it so much to the point where I was craving more, and we didn't even have more than four or five of them for me to buy. I was on Sean so much to find more so I could get myself a box that finally, I don't know, after a month and a half, they finally came in. And as we had spoken before, I am on my third box, and I enjoy it very much. I pick up different notes at the beginning, as anybody would. I pick up different notes at the end. I do like the light medium smoke of it, but I like how it picks picks up to be a little bit more heavy towards the end. Um, and as Paul was saying, who I was hoping would pick up on it as well as the rest of you guys, the slight black top black coffee. Um, I said espresso in the beginning. Yeah, you know, Pat, you you have your own into this baking spice. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but um, I, I do deeply enjoy the flavor of the cigar. It's not every day that you find your stick. This happened to be my everyday smoke. No matter what the time of day, I will smoke a Fiat Lux. Yep. Um, you really know, good. and that's just me. Shell might say differently, and I'm looking forward to hearing it. Shell, I did not brother, pick brother up on leave. the. What did... does the brother have to say? <laughs> I say this. Uh, it's not broadly, therefore it sucks. If it's a uh, tip, it's fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're changing it to the shell. <laughs> I did not pick up on the black licorice, uh, fortunately for me, because I too do not enjoy black licorice. <laughs> but I did pick up on the coffee notes, the black coffee. It's a very good, consistent, well constructed medium. Um, I would like to try it again with a pairing of black coffee of some sort, like a nice dark roast. Mm. And just bring that out even more. I like that. I yeah, like bring that morning idea on the very good idea. Yes. So you know, not that, that I, I haven't, like but I'm not realizing that I have. So right, it's, it's on the to-do list. <laughs> not that I haven't, but not realizing that I have. Exactly. <laughs> as you heard, <laughs> you heard it here first. As you've heard, it's awfully not my cup of tea when it comes to a wrapper of a cigar, but I do like this for a medium, and I'll try it again with the coffee. Very good. Hmm. <laughs> well, initially it was a very tough draw, mm -hmm. which was very confusing to me. But on this side, um, <laughs> sure. I, <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, I got the black coffee flavor flavoring. Um, it made it a lot sweeter and more like creamy with the pairing yeah so i like that but it was very earthy like i don't know if i like that yeah there's a lot of earthiness to this very cigar. very like earthy, earthy. Mm -hmm. Love that. like i enjoy it like 
don't know. I wish there was a little cedar in it, almost. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like a but... Kurt Cedar Project or Busto in a Fiat Lux, I think may do some good. I think I, it would. I get cedar coming. I don't know where you're going. Do you? Yeah. I no, nobody's picked up on it. Nobody said it. I, you know. Wow, that's fine. I it's like my palate. Like Everyone's palate's different. So, Nick, being a Fiat Lux, a fishing auto, would you say that Glenn Levitt is a go for I it? I think or? it's really good, man. You know, to, as we were speaking earlier, I was smoking a Fiat Lux uh, at the time of my pairing, but I was drinking a little Eagle Rare. Um, smoking this cigar with the Glenn Levitt, I think, is amazing. I think it was a great pairing. Um, I jokingly turned down your uh, whiskey sour. Not that only, would have been a good pairing. Not only know. do I think that it would have been Shell. great. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is Shell's fault. Yeah. It wasn't just Nick. Check your tailpipe, Shell. But uh, <laughs> what drop of the banana? I'll just put the banana back in yours. <laughs> <laughs> to your point, Pat, I think, it was, I think it was fantastic. I think it paired uh, perfectly. Uh, the the Even smokiness I got off the Glenn Levitt almost. Um, mm paired perfectly with the the fiat lux and uh i very much enjoyed it absolutely dan uh i thought the pairing was very very good i thought it brought out a lot of sweetness in the cigar that you wouldn't get in the cigar on its own that almost black licorice kind of flavor i think that black coffee black liquor I, I could i could understand uh, how uh, everybody picked up on that on those things, I think depending on your palate, you pick one or the other. Um, I I really enjoy the Fiat Lux. I think it would it's one of the things that I enjoy about the cigar is that it is a very consistent, well made, medium bodied cigar for under ten bucks. And with everything that came out in the final quarter of last year. This was one of the few cigars that came out under $10. Honestly, it's one of the few cigars that came out under $15 at the end of last year. And so of quality it, of quality. And so I think it's a great cigar. If you're looking for something, it's not the most complex thing I've ever smoked. I think we all kind of agree on that. Um, but it is very, very good. And good. Um, it was great with the uh, um, Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve. Very good. All right, we've gone a little bit long. We're going to take a little two-minute break, and then we'll be back smoking fourth-generation 1897 pipe tobacco. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we are back. Thank you very much. That was a quick two minutes for all of us. Yes, it was. <laughs> and uh, we are now smoking this. The uh, Let me turn it so that it's facing up there. It's backwards, upside down for me, but you know these things never uh, turn out right when you unscrew and rescrew the cap. <coughs> this is the uh, 1897 blend of fourth generation tobacconist. It's uh, the late, uh, one of the blends by Eric Stokeby, uh, who's going to be at our shop in April, actually, uh, doing a fourth generation event. We're very excited about that. He's been a great friend of Twins for a long time. And uh, from the Tobacco Reviews website, since the tin does not say anything about itself, it says uh, the 1897 blend is a colorful combination of light golden Virginias, bronze burly, and a touch of black Cavendish. A base of rich vanilla combines with notes of mild sweet honey for a gentle aromatic sweetness. And uh, the full name of this is uh, 1897 Eric Paul's blend. 
uh, Eric Stokeby, um, the Eric Stokeby who's going to be in the store in April is in the fourth generation of his family doing uh, tobacco, hence the name, fourth generation tobacconist. Eric Paul was his grandfather. That's how it's named after. And this is the kind of thing his grandfather liked to smoke. It is manufactured by Scandinavian Tobacco Group. It's an aromatic uh, with, as it said, Black Cavendish, Burley, Virginia. It's got some vanilla and some honey on it. It's a ribbon cut tobacco, and we are continuing to pair it with the Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve single malt scotch. And um, I'd like to know what people are thinking as they're lighting up this stuff. Uh, Pat, what's your initial thoughts here? So the first thing that I noticed was the, the room note, and it reminds me of my favorite candy, which is marzipan. So it's like that almond paste kind of German type candy, mm -hmm. which I, I love that. I haven't had that yet with the pipe tobacco. And then the flavor on the palate kind of has like this nice like stone fruit, like that almond paste from the marzipan, which I think when you said honey, it kind of makes sense to be more of a honey note. But before you the bias was set from you saying that I, I'd go with almond paste, but then, and then the finish on the palate's kind of like, you know, like hay type mm -hmm. flavors. And then the finish has like a very gentle, I'm going to say baking spice. Don't hit me. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I didn't say it last week. I didn't say it the week before that because I wasn't there. So <laughs> that would be really, <laughs> you weren't there. Oh, surprised. So Dave, what about you? What are your first impressions of this? It's weird. That's when. That's yeah. my. It's weird. I don't know. I can't put really a finger on it yet. I need more time with I it. I kind of agree. I'm, I'm picking up some certain notes that, you know, Paul and Pat were speaking, but I haven't spoke yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it's very good. I think it's delicious. I'm picking up on the vanilla is mostly mm -hmm. what I'm picking up on so far. That's about it. I definitely pick up vanilla. It's very easy. You smell it too. It's yep. a room note. It's there's, a very pleasant room note. There's a, there's a very light fruit, a little bit of hay, a little mm -hmm. bit of creaminess to this tobacco. Mm -hmm. uh, I was speaking with Shell and Shy earlier today because we were kind of uh, – uh, Shell was t uh, trying this tobacco out, getting some, trying to figure out what the notes were. And the room note that, that both Shy and I and, and, and later Shell had, to me, right away I said, it's sugar cookies baking in the oven. Mm. That is the room note that I got. It was a very sweet, mm. uh, savory note. Um, I think, Shy, you said it was like cake baking in the oven. Yeah. Shell said it was like cupcakes. Is that right? Mm -hmm. But either way, it was some, not baking spice, brother. I it, said, was, it was something baking. It was, the word baking was <laughs> no, definitely no there. Spice, no. The word baking was definitely there, but it was something baking in the oven that was sweet. And it was just mm -hmm. a really intoxicating, very uh, pleasant room note. Mm -hmm. um, and certainly, this would be someone something that you could smoke in the house with someone who may not necessarily want tobacco smoking in the house, and they would absolutely enjoy it. I think it would be a fantastic uh, tobacco to smoke with family and friends during the holidays or, or gatherings or whatever. They would love this. Really, really good. I think it's. I think the notes are very. very it's a. It's. I'm not an aromatic fan right. per se, but yep. having said that, the room note and the light flavors I'm getting from this really, really are excellent. 
Shell, what what about you? Uh, as Paul said, it's a very very lovely room note. Um, the taste I'm getting is like a confection sweet. Uh, mm -hmm. To Pat's point, it's very um, baking sugary. Yep. Um, like it's cupcakes, I get that. As you said, Chai, very frosting like. Yes. Uh, when yeah. I smell the tin, if initially I smell like a um, looks like a a fruits and berries, like a cranberry almost. Mm. And it, it tastes delicious. Very, very light. Almost too light for me, but I, I, I do like the Cavendish in it. That brings that vanilla out of it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very good. Shy, what about you? I'm a big fan. You're a big fan I, of this. Yes. I love this. Mm. I tried it this morning, and mm -hmm. I was like, this is my new favorite thing. It's your new favorite oh, yeah. thing. I love it. That's awesome. It's like you get something different oh. every time. Mm -hmm. Like if you focus on... All right, I'm I'm tasting like a not too sweet type of like frosting, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you kind of like you focus on it, and then I it's see like the a frosting a lot. Of, yeah, yeah I total I totally get the frosting thing. Yeah, but even then, in the aroma, like a when you focus on the exhale, it's kind of like caramel. Mm -hmm. But when you smell it, you're like oh, like I just want to take a spoon. <laughs> it smells. We're not so baking good. a cake. Oh, you could totally bake a cake with that. <laughs> I just want to lick that. Exactly. <laughs> 100%. See, I get almost like a nougaty kind of finish from this. Mm. You know, which is Sorry? a very nougaty. Okay. Yeah. Nougaty kind of yeah, finish. Nougat. Like it's, it's, it's nice. It's sweet. It's creamy. It is. It's, it's like a nice buttered you know frosting mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing the smell is fantastic it's not too you know. sweet no have you had not... mazapan before no try it it's good it's why very, it's very it's similar to this mazapan yeah is it german candy ja i'm german ja 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 you're german yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom's maiden name is Unhausen. 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 yeah yes i'm do housing where are you going <laughs> We're going three thousand. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shy. I'm sorry. It's a brand. I wonder if Kurt's it's still a, listening. It's a brand of pool tables. That's. Did you know Unhausen? that? Is it your brand? No. Oh, that's Oldhausen is a brand of pool tables. Yeah, but there's no relation. Was your family you involved in pool table making? I don't know. That's what I asked. We manufacture pool tables. Oldhausen. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. You and Matt should change your last names to Oldhausen. Oldhausen? Yeah. Oldhausen. Oldhausen. Oldhausen, you white freak. The minute between <laughs> the pool tables. No, I like my last name, Clifton. I like that. So don't we all. That's very nice. But that said, I mean, we've already kind of established this. This this gets the the wife approval. You know, this is the yep. this is the yep. kind of aroma where, you know, like if I were smoking this, Mandy would say, What are you smoking? You can smoke that. Mm -hmm. You can smoke more of that if you want now. <laughs> you know, it's that it's that kind of a thing. And it, it would, I think, make them hungry. It has a very good yeah. aroma. I think so. It made me hungry. Are we ready for more nicknames? Yes, we're yeah. ready for oh, more so you guys So Matt gives us more with the white Habano. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'm going to give you that one. The white Habano. You are, you are, I like that. 
<laughs> on our Canadian list here. Uh, he says, Nicolux. Nicolux. Okay. I was going to say, That's like, not bad at all. Sir, that, Lu- Sir Lux goes. or something like that, but Nicolux. But you have to know, though, the, right? Yeah, but you can you can easily explain to the customers yeah. what that means. But I I think Lux has to be who in was his that? Nickname. Who that was, was that? That was Rod. He's our Rod. Canadian. He's from yeah. Canada. Yeah. Rod, thank you very much. That was very good. Nicolux. Yeah, that's Sir that, Nicolux. That's, Nicolux. My, <laughs> that's got a ring to it. Sir Nicholas. Sir, Sir, Sir Nicholas. <laughs> Sir Nicholas. I think that sticks. There we go. Huh? All right. Can we take a vote? Well, let's wait. Let's, oh, wait, let's wait. wait. We, we got to it. Oh, yeah. Show's not right. over yet. Right. Show's not over yet. Rod, yeah. good job. Yeah, Matt, that, I'm disappointed. That's very good. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm less disappointed now, Matt. But The white Habano. Yeah, I like that. White Habano was good. white. Nick, white Habano. No? No. Yeah, no. No. Okay. no. The way I, I said it. The way I said it. Nicolux is the... Nicolux. 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 I want a cool nickname. What? what shy the like, Butterfly. Like shy I like butterfly? Shy the Butterfly. Do you want something cigar related? Is it a ring? Pipe related. Pipe related. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling a little left out. Fräulein Pipehausen? Unhausen? Fräulein Pipehausen. What's that? What's the German word for pipe? Like, yeah. Pipe 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 Fräulein Fräulein Puff Pipe? Yeah. The Fräulein Butterfly. Yeah. Oh. The Fräulein okay. Puffer. Bring out the Fembots. The Fräulein Puffer, Dave. I like that. That's good. We can we can have you back. We can do another. What did they say in Inglorious Bastards? Swamping? No, stomping. Stomping. Yeah, because I there feel bad when I scare people. For the one that was smoking. Mm. No, we like it. I like it when you scare well, people. Well, yeah, ask It Paul, makes me feel like all it. warm inside. God. He's not the only one she scares. I don't mean to. You, you people have no idea. She is you so should make quiet your presence when she walks. Known she literally when you walk into floats through the room. She's like and a then ghost. And you look over and there's somebody standing there who was not there before. And you're like, ah! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not to it's mention part of, It's part of her charm. Brie, who is not here, scares me vigorously. See, no, I hear Brie coming a mile away. Yep. No. Brie is like a silent church mouse. Walking through the building. Nothing like Shy. No, yeah, I can, I can hear Bree coming, but yeah. Shy and not yeah. here at all. I mean, I had a mouthful of food sitting in the back room <laughs> trying to eat my dinner, and, and it was so quiet. And, I, and literally, she, I was I was zoning out for a moment there, and she goes, hey. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I, was like I, I, feel, I jumped out of my seat, and I nearly hit the ceiling. <laughs> Oh, this is why so I'm bad. sad I'm not there on Mondays anymore. Oh. Oh, so so bad. Bad. My point is, is that Brie has been very successful scaring me in the most random of places. Being alone in the downstairs storage humidor. And she finds a way to creep up on you. And I did that too. not only did Cheyenne figure out I was the same way. Uh, you know, I'm always, it's funny too, because I'm always like this lately. Always looking behind me. When I'm alone, I really am. It's called Think I'm Alone funny. Now. I hear you twice. Yeah. Yes, I know. Within five minutes. I know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> now, Shy, serious question here. Uh oh. If you could go back in time to when you were 18 years old, oh, God. And you could give yourself one piece of advice. 
what would that be? Another question. Yeah, can I? I don't think I'd give myself any advice. No? No, I'd say keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. That's awesome. That's it. Brother Broadleaf, what would you tell yourself? You got a long, you got a much longer way to go. Get back to eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was a totally different person at eighteen. I would say, work on your integrity. That's what I would tell my younger self. Now, would he listen? It's <laughs> a, a whole other question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> work on your integrity. Integrity is really important. Mm -hmm. Nick, what would you tell yourself last year when you were 18? <laughs> you know, hopefully I look like this when I'm your age, Dan. <laughs> you can only hope. <laughs> uh, invest. Even at that age, my dad was trying to get me to invest, and I didn't want to. Invest. No matter what it is, invest in something. Your time, your money. Your passion, something. Invest in something. And I wish I did. That's about it. Invest. Invest. Even now, invest. Here's another question for you, Nick. What's your biggest pet peeve? Bathrooms. 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 That's, that's vague. No, I, I don't What's like What's your a... biggest pet peeve? Bathrooms. What about bathrooms? What does somebody use a lot throughout the day? A bathroom. Okay, you say a pet peeve. A pet peeve of mine is a bathroom that is not appropriately cleansing, if I may. Appropriately cleansing? Yeah. Cleansy. Cleansy. Yeah. You mean like clean? Yes. I'm trying to say that in a better manner. Thank you. We call it, the, the word in English is clean. Yes, very clean. If there's any OCD I have, it's with my bedroom and my bathroom. You know, the rest of the house could look like a bomb went off, Okay. My bedroom and my bathroom, though, the place that you spend what are, a lot of time. What are the essentials of a clean bathroom? Toilet, shower, sink. That's it. What, is, what does that mean? No hair in your sink. You know, not stuff all over the shower when you have, especially like a white-walled shower, like I do. <laughs> He's never lived I'm with talking women. about my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot no, I have three sisters, man. Trust me, when I talk about I've only come to have an appreciation for... A cleansy bathroom from growing up with three sisters, a mom, 11 aunts, you know, the whole nine. Yes, my mom's the youngest out of 11. Um, but especially just growing up with sisters, I am very fortunate to now have a bathroom that I don't have to go through that type of pain anymore. Yes, folks, pain. That's what I said. Is that really a pet peeve, though? Yeah, of course it is. Is it? Of course it is. Basically, you want a clean bathroom i want clean a clean bathroom. bathroom nothing on the clean. shelf nothing in the sink nothing god forbid nothing on the floor nothing all right like no towels hanging over the shower you know no uh you know no I, sink I th stains I thought, you, I thought you were doing i thought you were going to go down the road of you know no trash no other things oh, okay all right <laughs> yeah no <laughs> No. We got a plunger. Yeah, not even, that, <laughs> not even that. Not even that. We got a plunger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, anybody else have any pet peeves? Uh, Shell, what about you? What's your biggest pet peeve? 
I don't know if we call it a pet peeve as so much a disorder, maybe. I think we all know where I'm going with this. Uh, no, I not think, really. I see, no. I see things in grids. Mm -hmm. Oh, organization. Squares yeah. and lines. Um, an orderly humidor. If something is oh boy. In, in my sight Ow. out of place and it doesn't need to be, in my opinion, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, that kind of, that kind of gets to me. Um, even at home, it's, it's not just, just at work. We, everything has a purpose. Everything has a place, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. And so if it's not serving its purpose or not in its place, I'm not happy. If you want to call that a pet peeve. OCD. It's not a pet peeve. <laughs> Isn't yours OCD too? Yes, it is. Shy, <laughs> I've given you a few minutes to think by starting with them. What's, what's your biggest pet peeve? That's a good question. Thank you. What's your biggest pet peeve? You answer every, <laughs> you answer every question without a good question. Uh, honestly, I have a lot. Biggest? A lot of what's, what's, what's one or two? I don't... One or two pet peeves. Uh, Little things that annoy you. Dieting. Yeah. Dieting. <laughs> no, I think my biggest pet peeve is when people call out how much I eat. I think that's really getting to me lately. What? You eat a lot? Yeah. People people actually mean... pick up on the fact that you eat a lot? Yeah, it's the weirdest thing, and I think that's why it bothers me. I never see you eat. You yeah. should eat more. I'll eat my office. Well, I know. Everyone says that, too. I think that's my other pet peeve. You're welcome. People tell me to eat more. So, people, so oh, you're upset like, when people tell you you eat too much. And you're it's, upset when people tell you you're not eating enough. Exactly. It's like, leave me alone. Oh. Just let me be. Is Brett at work? That's my other pet peeve. People okay. don't mind their own business. <laughs> like, just let people live. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just yeah. leave people alone. Live your life. E mm. Exactly. Thank live you. Live your life. Exactly. Mm. Like, people don't have to point out what other people are doing. Just let them be. Like, making fun of people. Just leave them alone. But Dave, I like making fun of people. Do we have any more yeah, nicknames? It's okay. If it's funny. Yeah, we have we have one that I missed over uh from Ron is uh Pequino Nick. Pequino Nick. Pequino. Which means little. Pequino. Ron, you were doing so well. Okay. Pequino I like that. Little Nick. Little Nick. Little Nick. Little Nicker. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nicky. Uh, little Nicky? Little Nicky. That, that, that was not scripted, okay? Uh, uh, no. Rod has one for you, Shy. Uh-oh. Shy Veta. Shavetta. <laughs> Man, we've the, really taken a the, downhill turn do you know, here, Rod. Do you know what a Shavetta is? Nick. That's actually a good name. Do you know what a Shavetta is? Are we talking about a 60s automobile? Tobacco in his handbook, baby. No, we're not talking about cars. The Chevetta is the name of the knife. The moon blade. Use, the moon blade that you use to cut the tobacco in order to make the wrapper of the cigar. I'm going to keep that one. Chevetta. That's a deep cut. Mm -hmm. Chevetta, that's, that's good. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Chevetta. Mm hmm yeah, a like very it. sharp yeah, it sounds blade that you don't want to mess with. Right. <laughs> very appropriate. That's actually pretty good now that mm. I think yeah. about it. Yeah. 
Yep. Thank you, Rod. Now, um, to you, Shai. Uh-oh. Okay. What what makes you passionate gets you motivated? What are some things that get you passionate? Um, thinking about the future. Other than, other than that. Yeah, that's a good one. No, I think thinking about the future and, I don't know. Honestly. Dream building. Nothing gets me motivated, really. Other than... No, just thinking about how, like, I'm building a future. Like, I'm young. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do I want my future to look like? Oh, if I do these small things when I'm young, like, yeah, I think that's what motivates me. Mm-hmm. And having, you know, a strong relationship with my family and, you know, a good relationship at home. Mm-hmm. I think doing all the things that I can now to set those like uh stepping stones for the future yeah very future oriented yeah very cool show for me i think it would be seeing other people do well at something or be talented at something as i said when he's in the humidor watching him interact with the customers watching paul's knowledge watching Pat's description and his knowledge of things and putting that different output up there, watching Shy do her thing with the, the marketing and the design, watching Dan speak his knowledge to, to the pipe section, watching other people be good at something motivates me and inspires me to level up my game and what I do. Mm. So just, yeah. so I, I love people seeing people be good at things. Mm. So. What about you, uh, Nick or Boss? Uh, making a friend, man, is the best way I can put it. You know, being in sales, you know, a lot of people say the sale begins when you finish, um, wrapping up with the customer. And that goes a long way to think about because it does, you want people to talk about how good of an interaction they had with you. You want people to talk about how good the experience experience was, the, um, customer service was, et cetera, et cetera. You know, for me, you know, I've always said it as I've said it since I know what it meant. You know, you can throw me a, in a room full of people that are completely different, you know, have nothing in common with me and I'm going to make a friend, uh, you know, being in the sales world, I'm very fortunate to have that. And that's really what I look forward to seeing a customer come back because they were so happy initially, um, based on your, you know, overall service recommendations um you know the store not just me us everybody our presentation about everything you know you know you could be a great salesperson and represent something that isn't that great Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um but you could be a great salesperson like amongst us you know we are and have something to look at that is nice to look at you know a a great brand etc etc so that's my motivation that's definitely one of mine. I, I, I love hearing people come back and say, thank you. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And it happens more often than not. And it and it makes you yep. makes you get a little get a little tingle, you know. There's one thing about <laughs> there's one thing about Give this me a little tingle. Yeah. <laughs> there's one thing about this industry that you cannot deny is that building relationships with customers is so important. Mm-hmm. And I think today I mean, we build relationships every day with customers, but today being every a holiday, um, 
we're seeing a lot of the people who would normally come in on a certain night come in today because they had the day off. Yeah. You know, today was pretty busy at Twins uh, in Londonderry, and uh, I saw a couple of customers that would normally come in on a Wednesday or Thursday night, and they came in today. Um, same three guys, and you know, they're always asking, "Hey, you know, what do you want? What are you recommending today, Paul?" So I put them on a specific cigar. They went upstairs. About an hour later, they came down, and they they turned to me and they said, "Man, I'll tell you." That was a phenomenal cigar, and they ended up buying more of it. And the next guy comes down from the group. They they said that was a great cigar. They ended up buying more of it. It, it was just a fantastic uh, experience today. Paul's picks are no doubt one of the most popular ones. Well, so. because again, you 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 get to know what they like for cigars, what that what what their palate kind of tends towards, and you know you 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 try to find another cigar that they would like. But I'm telling you, when you the relationships you build with customers, they trust you. You know, as long as you are, you know, honest with them, and you know, you're you're uh, you you're, you're kind of willing to, in a sense, kind of maybe push the boundaries a little bit with them, and, and try, hey, try this. You know, maybe it's not necessarily what you normally would smoke, but try this cigar. You know, it's it's so rewarding. You know, when yeah. they come back, like you say, they're coming back with smiles from ear to ear, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they're, they're just willing to, ex, you know, come in and just congratulate you for giving them a great, great selection. And it makes you feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, totally. when they come in, they, they say, you know, that was a you. phenomenal cigar, and they end up buying more of it. Come on, it's a, it's a win-win-win. Yeah. You know? Yep. All right, Nick. What's something people would be surprised to know about you? Well, we got over the sneakerhead thing. <laughs> That's probably the most surprising one. Um. That I'm new to cigars, I guess technically, you know, even that's even though it's been a um, uh, quite a few years, you know, I'm still learning my, um, you know, locations and uh, origins and whatnot of of you know cigars and cigar makers, rollers, etc. Um, one one thing I guess is uh, that's that would be new is the fact that how much even starting to work for twins how little of appreciation I had for cigars in general and how much I do now. Uh, you know, forget um, being in the sales side or smoking them or um, anything like that. You know, just just the, 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 you know, relaxation you can find from sitting down and, you know, burning the stick and, you know, finding one that you enjoy like a Fiat Lux, in my opinion. Thank you, folks. Uh, <laughs> you know, and um, how much of a passion I've gained for it, you know, especially talking with Pat, Paul, um, Dan, little by little, um, especially Dave, even, uh, you know, I'm, I'm learning more every day and it just makes me more curious. You know, there's there's nothing more I look forward to every day than gaining something new from what I do, my profession, my career now, you know, um, if there's anything somebody can give me advice wise to help improve my knowledge sales skills etc i'm open ears all day and um i'm thankful for that i enjoy it very much shell what about you what's something people would be surprised to know about you all right i'm gonna give you a little tidbit here and hope nobody finds the videos on youtube um (laughs) (laughs) as a younger man i was a pretty (laughs) as a younger man hardcore street punk 
And I had a uh, a small little, you know, not the best band, but we got out and we played different bars and we had fun. We had lots Mm. of fun. And the Shellinators, like the whole regalia. I can't, I can't say the name on this podcast, (laughs) but but it was, it was a good time. And um, maybe you might see some remnants of that here and there, but uh, you would never know. Anything like uh, Breeze being part of the Wretched Tongues? A little worse name than that. Okay. <laughs> Not that that's a bad name. That's a good band name. But the name was definitely a lot a lot more shocking than that. Uh, uh, <laughs> but similar music, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like death metal? Horror punk. Horror punk, really? Yes. So take the Misfits <clears throat> and then put them together with horror-themed music. Love Marilyn yes. Manson. Along that vein, but a little more crass than Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, the millennial, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Is it on YouTube, show? There's a couple things on YouTube, yes. All I thought right. I found oh, it. I'm going to have to read it. <laughs> 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 no, you didn't. I'm going to listen to it on my way home. <laughs> what about you, Shy? What's something that people would be surprised to know about you? See, that's what I was saying earlier. There's not much to Give me, me a freaking break. I don't know. I'm really into cars and like vehicles, motorcycles. I have Cigars. a motorcycle. You have a motorcycle. What kind of yeah. motorcycle? What kind? Well, it's a little uh, Ninja 250. Yeah, yeah, she's bright yellow. But yeah, I love cars. Got my little Subaru out there. What kind of cars do you like? Um, vintage cars. Um, I helped. Well, I think it was in high school. I rebuilt from the frame up a. Nova SS. Wow. See now, yeah. <laughs> I never, ever, ever yeah. would have said that you rebuilt a car from like the frame up. Yeah. See that—that's kind of what we're talking about. Why do you? Why do you? Well, think I didn't that's do it by like, myself. Why do you think? It doesn't that's matter. Like you're still <laughs> part of it. Yeah. No, I like to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. I like to when I was younger, you know, taking things apart and putting them back together, just to see how like the insides worked i don't know there's just something now about i just it. do that you have an engineer's part <laughs> <laughs> no no you have an engineer type of mind yeah like i like work. yeah i like to see how they work and when i was i think i was like 14 like um, maybe 13 nothing that it matters but an engine of a car just fascinated me so much so i like you know, tinkered around with that and, you know. That's very cool. Taught myself how, like, the pistons work and how there's little, like, explosions in there in order to, like, get the car moving. Boom, boom, yeah. Boom. So, pretty cool stuff. I've always been fascinated by the fact that, you know, you could sit in a car, you could drive the car, be totally licensed to drive the car, and yet you don't really need to know anything about how it works. Nope. You know, right around where your kneecaps are is where all the explosions happen. Mm-hmm. To your point. You yeah. know, and, and... It's like using a microwave. You know, you have... <laughs> the science of Right. <laughs> when I... Cancerous microwave. When That's I, right. Yeah. You know, I, we just... We bought my wife a new car this week, and and the, the guy who was selling it, you know, opened, opened the hood and showed us the engine. It was the cleanest engine i've ever seen in my life i didn't know what one damn thing did (laughs) but But i knew it was cool Mm -hmm. but it was like he knows 
but I'm fully licensed to drive the car. I can drive the car, but I have no idea. Take this off of there. What it? I have no idea what it is. But you know, so for the people who know how that works and what goes where and how, why it's important that this is fitting there and not in over there, yeah. I have a huge respect for that. I mean, it's it's not everybody knows that stuff. Yeah, I think that's how I learned to drive like a standard so quickly, is because I did the research on how it worked mm -hmm. first. Do you prefer standard shift? Yeah. My wife does too. Agreed. My wife does too. As a matter of fact, that was one of the caveats about getting a replacement car. Yeah. It had to be a standard. Yeah. It could not be an automatic. It's a lot Which, better replacing a clutch than a transmission, I'll tell yeah, you Yeah, but yeah. it's it's a lot harder to find a, a manual transmission. People don't like yeah, to work nobody, anymore. Nobody makes Even if it's work to drive. You right. know what I mean? Do you remember yeah. back in the day when standard was standard yeah <laughs> it was a and, standard and thing literally you had to get the upgrade to get automatic right. and now right. today you can't get it's the cars with, the, with paddles though yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, Volkswagen. I, 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 I miss manual transmission only I really like two do. or three brands that actually make yeah. standards anymore. Every, I like, like oh, i missed it so much yeah mm. you just feel kind of you feel connected to the car, feel yeah. control. Like, yeah, yeah. control. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm a control freak. I don't. You are. My sounds, husband. Oh, yeah. Sounds you are. Right. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> pass the drone. Yeah. What's we're gonna have, we're gonna have to grill Maddie. We would be yeah. surprised yeah. to know about you. Matt, you can comment. What's something you'd be surprised to know about me? Yeah. Um. When I was in high school, everyone thought I was gonna go into art. <clears throat> yep. I drew. I painted. And my idea of the ideal career would have been painting science fiction and fantasy book covers. <clears throat> wow. That would have been my thing. I'm, do you I'm still do so? You dabble? Yeah, but not 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 so much anymore. Married life changed all that. Now my Children. now my creative outlets has been more into um, writing and and cooking and creative outlets like that but make a cookbook i could make a cookbook um i make a killer chili i make a chili that that has won several different awards at various shows so doesn't oh. tucker shout out to tucker he's watching this hey what about my night yours is good too you didn't make it spicy well, yeah, because not a lot of people like spicy. Yeah, that's fine. Mine is too spicy. Yeah, for yours people. was like a 6 out of 10 for the spice level. There was no spice in there. I, that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> um, question for you. Yes. So for award-winning chili in order to have, like, you know, it be entered into a competition. Yes. Um, beans or no beans? I do beans. beans. You do beans? I do beans. I do four different kinds of beans. See, I'm a big bean person. Four? Four. Please explain. For it's, four, I use one. It's gorgeous. I don't it's doubt all, it. It's all like the presentation. It sounds amazing. There's black beans, there's red beans, there's garbanzo beans. Oh. And? Chickpeas. Not beans. Chickpeas are garbanzo beans, right? Not Does sure it overpower it, though? Does it seem like there's not no, enough meat looks, in the chili? There is more than enough meat so in the so many chili. beans. My chili... My chili has several different kinds of meat. Pork. <laughs> you it have, has, you it have has, no idea. Dave. It has 
My chili has beef. It does have ground pork. It has a pound of bacon. What? Mm-hmm. Have to try it. Talking about it, and yet bacon no one here, your co-hosts, have tried. It has veal. Have you tried it, Paul? Yes. It has lamb. Yes, it's good. It has lamb? lamb. What? Lamb. Lamb. Good. No, it's delicious. And there is no, Talk about lamb there chops. Is, there is no water in my chili. I like a I little... Don't use, there's no, I don't add water to it. I use stout. Yeah. Oh, good wow. replacement. Yep. It's very good stout. stout. How's your chili, Paul? How do you, how, what would you say? I haven't made my chili in years, but uh, Nicole made her father's recipe for chili. Actually, you just had it, Chuck. I can vouch for that, yes. And uh, it, I thought it was really good this time. Usually, good. Hers is not usually a mild chili, but she used the habanero mm-hmm. in this one to take the place of the serrano that she couldn't find. So it added a little bit more spice, which I love. See, now I like, I like spice, I like it hot, but I like to be able to taste. I like to be able to feel my I face like sweet as taste. I'm oh. eating. Mm-hmm. I don't. I like a so, sweet and spicy. So, to be chili has way, to be like really it, hot. This is like a yeah. this is like a spicy, smoldering. Right? My, yes. The chili so I make sweet. is this no like a sweetness, smoldering but the spice to it. Smoldering like, spice. So you you take up a spoonful and you're like, oh, this stuff isn't that hot. And then when you finish your bowl, you go, oh my god, you're dead. That is hot stuff. So it builds. It mm-hmm. builds over the bowl. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Build where you get it. So it's. I'll be the it's judge. It's very of that. rich. It's very. It's looking forward to it, Pastor. Yeah, I have I to like try yours because those now, are now you set yourself up, Dan. You're going to have to make a yeah. We're going to bring it in. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to have to have a chili cook off at Twins. You know, that's what we're going to have to do. I'm done for that, Dave. Yeah, me too. Yep. Chili cook off. Um. I'll be the judge. What's our final verdict <laughs> here on the uh, 1897 by fourth generation? I think it's very good. Well, I got to say, I'm not normally an aromatic fan, but I, I really am enjoying this one. You know, got a lot of that nice uh, light sweetness, earth, uh, that the hay and that creaminess of the tobacco, the that, that room note is just really, really intoxicating. I think that's, that's really what has kept me going what on this. Is the room note, right? The room note is without a doubt. And again, with okay, now with the Caribbean Reserve, mm. I am getting a little bit more of a butterscotch flavor. Yeah. It has amped up the spice on the retrohale. So the retrohale is very, very minute without any type of pairing. I definitely agree that the, the scotch has made the tobacco to me more enjoyable than it is to me on its own. Yeah, exactly. I'm not an aromatic guy either. Yeah. So that's not a slight against the tobacco. It's just no. not normally what I i go for but it does create that almost butterscotch kind of mm-hmm. uh, uh taste mm-hmm. and it, it really is nice and if you're wanting to smoke with people who don't like smoke they might very well just invite you oh to my smoke god yeah if you're if you're smoking this gonna want to bake a tray full of cookies after this one this, I'm, I'm i'm dying for some sugar cookies now <laughs> are, you still, are you still enjoying we can make this that show? happen <laughs> What's that? Shy, are you still enjoying it? Yes. Yes, I like it a lot. Why I, do you like it? I don't know because I don't like sweet things. <laughs> it's a very weird combination. I don't like sweet stuff. I'm more of a savory kind of person. Mm-hmm. But just something about it. Well, like it's, it's very sweet in a savory way. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's sweet and it's good, savory. I, it's the I oddest the combination. But it's almost like. I get a hint of like earthy caramel, mm-hmm. 
that I just, I don't know. But yeah, I don't like it with yeah. the pairing. That was good. You, you don't, you don't like it with the pairing? No, because it makes it taste too much like butterscotch. You don't like butterscotch? Like, I don't like butterscotch. Uh, I just tried it. Cause... <clears throat> but it still doesn't I taste good. I love butterscotch. Like, I love this. We were just talking about butterscotch. Now, Shell mm. is the candy man. Candy the man. candy man. He's a, he's a snack candy man. man. The candy, candy man. man. What, do you, what do you think about the uh, tobacco here? I, I like it a lot. Again, I get that very that very sugary confection um, taste from it. Uh, just smelling the room note from everybody else. I say presentation, everything, and then aroma is everything. And just smell it. It, it is like Paul said, somebody's baking cookies coming down the, the hallway yep. or from the, from in the house. And the pairing itself, the Glenlivet didn't do a whole lot in enhancing it, but it does go well as a, a nice subtlety at the end of it. Uh, that, that sherry and the Glenlivet does bring that sugar out a little more. As a, as a person who used to enjoy a lot of sherry and port, um, it does bring out, you know, the the, the, the baking a little more. In so, my horror punk rock <laughs> days, <laughs> down sherry. That was a lot of whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> no, it, it's very good, and the Glenlivet, you know, goes well with it. Very subtle. But... Nick? Um, I think I think it's a great pairing. Uh, you know the vanilla hints that I'm picking up on it with the Glen Levitt, I, I actually really enjoy. Um, you know I, I I don't know why I think it I think it pairs very nicely. Is it something that I think that would go every time? No. Am I enjoying it? Yes, absolutely. But um, you know even that like Shy said that like slight caramel sense from it, I would say is the only thing that ruins it. But to her point, even I like a butterscotch type of sense, um, so that's nice to me. Um, but I think it's a great pairing, even still, absolutely. You know, between the Fiat Lux and this, I think it was a, a very good pairing. Yeah, Paul. I already, I already gave you my notes, dude. Ditto. <laughs> Pat. Pat. It was one of the peas. It was good. It's like if you want to take a step back from like more of like a fuller body pipe tobacco, I think this is a good kind of relaxing, mild aromatic. Personally, I'm not a huge aromatic guy, but I think it was unique in the sense that I haven't gotten um, like kind of like that almond paste type sweetness in a pipe tobacco yet. So mm -hmm. that was pretty unique. I would have liked some perique in it just to get a little bit more spice. I think mm -hmm. the back half of the bowl, I got like a... Very subtle kind of corn, pepper, spice. I picked up on the pepper in the back half, yeah. But it, it wasn't to my liking just because I like a lot of spice. Like I like your Perique blends, your Latakia blends. But I think if you want to get like a nice, mild, nice, relaxing room note, pipe tobacco, this is definitely a good pick. All right, Dave, when we started out, you said it was weird and you needed more time. I've given you all the time that we have. Very good, very good point. <laughs> I already gave my point. So, Dave, yes. uh, what, are you, what are you It's more weird. Yep, it's, it's more weird. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not. It's your moment, your Weird, sorry. Creamy, woody, <laughs> vanilla-y, and, uh, you know, uh, you got that little twang of butterscotch. Twang. 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 Yeah. Twang. Shania Twang. I'm not a big aromatic person either, and uh, uh, but this isn't bad, you know. I'd probably, I'd probably would smoke this again. I would. Can't say more than that, right? Well, guys, thanks for. Did you have a good time? Absolutely. Very good time. Very good time. Very good time. Thank, thank you, you for having for coming us. on. Thank this you. has been. Thank you for having us. To have you on. We love being the newbies. This was great. 
Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen again. So no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what? It only took Danny like you know months to for him to tell me to uh, you know get on the waiting list, and then we were yep. all on it apparently. Yep. yep. The next opening we have sometime in September. So that's great. We'll see you then, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sneak my way in. Yes. Now, next Monday on Not Just Blowing Smoke, we're going to have <laughs> Catherine Shanley from the Boston Beer Company on the show. Oh, yeah. They rep uh, Sam Adams. You hear yeah. that, Dave? I it's know finally it's coming. coming. <laughs> I know. Sam Adams is coming. Do you still drink Sam Adams, Dave? And it's dog... in my fridge. Dude, you're you're, you're a really cold snap oh, guy, aren't you? And Dogfish I, Brewery. I like I like the darker ones. Okay. Anyway, continue, Dogfish Dan. Dogfish Brewery, they're, they're also something that the Boston Beer Company does. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be bringing a couple of uh, companions with her from the Boston Beer Company. We're going to do a number of different beers and we are going to see what pairs best with this particular cigar. It's a cigar only episode. We're going to pair a number of different uh, beers of her choice with the JFR Lunatic Torch Habano. Ooh, nice. That's a great beer pairing cigar. We're going to let her choose several different offerings that they have and we'll be trying them each on the show and seeing what it's like mm. and we're i think all looking forward to that paul our resident uh beer aficionado dude, aficionado <laughs> our beer paul knows his beer our beer bong dude <laughs> is probably very excited dave i know is excited because it has sam adams, sam adams. when we started this show that was dave's only drink. That was yep. if there was something alcoholic that he drank, it was Sam Adams. Yep. And it, and it should be Oktoberfest or something like that. Boston now, Lager. Boston now Lager. He's, Boston Lager. he's gotten into uh, a whole different world of things, but now we're going back to Dave's roots. Cheers, Dave. <laughs> That's maybe what we should call the show, Dave's roots. Dave's roots. roots. Yeah, <laughs> <there we> go. <laughs> Okay, so be sure you're back with us next Monday night, 8 o'clock, right here, same time, same place. Facebook, what about the dinner, Dan? What about the dinner? It'll There's be no over. dinner on the show. It'll be over next I'm week. saying for next week. Huh? There is no cigar dinner next dinner. week. It's this Thursday. This Thursday, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's this Thursday. Yeah. We weren't going to talk about that about this last Thursday. Week. We talked All about right. last week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We do have a cigar dinner here this Thursday, which is like three days from now. We have a few tickets left, but you know, by the time you figure that out, I mean, it's going to be sold out. So, Pat, anything else though? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it for us. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down, smoking on a fancy guy.